And guess what? We never did a like, share, subscribe a single time this episode. I know. Ooh, I was going to say it, but it's good. They know. They know. We did our no, best. Well, let's do it right now. Let's do it right now, and you can insert it comically. All right. Sounds good. Okay. Remember, everybody, like, share, subscribe, comment, and ring the bell. There we cool. go. You can just edit that in with no attempt to make it look smooth at all. Just jam it in there. Maybe it'll be good. Maybe a black screen, then that, yeah. then a black screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to It's Just Bodybuilding, episode one twenty six. I'm Big Ron Partlow, of course. Scott McNally and Dusty Hanshaw are flying with me. I got my hot slut coffee mug. Just making sure that everyone Love sees it. that. It's Emily's. There we go. I had to make sure she wanted me to show everyone. She was very proud of it. It's a nice cup. Yeah. So I'm at my best today, gentlemen. If you can't call him a hot slut, are you? Why are you at your best? Oh, just it's a holiday Monday here. We've got you know oh, nothing but wonderful freedom and democracy at action in action up here in Canada. We're all just you know. Yeah. I'm waiting for you to say something. We have a president's day here and we don't have a president. So that's tricky. Um, <laughs> throwing that out there. It's very tricky. It's I was funny. Like, is it, is it, got is one it, of them. Is it president's day today? You guys have a holiday yeah. today too? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yep. We call it, we have family day today. So this is oh, the day that, that's what that no post one was. Yeah. The mutant family, I guess that's the family day post. There yeah. you go. Okay. I don't like all those people, so it makes sense that some of them are family. Um oh, I'm sorry. I don't <laughs> What do you have against me, buddy? Come on now. Well, you you did a show without me. I died last week. You guys just didn't even break speed. Just fucking boom. So I I legit I legit said I we, we go, well, Dusty's in a coma, so uh, I guess we'll see him next week. And I legitimately had someone message me. What happened to Dusty? <clears throat> And I'm like, <laughs> you're, you're he does this from time to time. <laughs> yeah, he just falls into comas. He just fell into a coma. He's like, he's like, uh, like old man Simpson with his narcolepsy when he just falls asleep at the dinner table. <laughs> Dusty just occasionally just goes into a three week coma. Just occasionally. Yeah. It hasn't happened for a while, a but every once in you know, every once yeah. in a while, just five days. It popped yeah. out, you know, and uh, I, I was gonna watch the show. Just so I would know what happened, and I didn't. Nothing. nothing it looks nothing. like it was. I read the comments. And the you had comments good intentions. You had good intentions. Yeah. You know, that's what counts. Yeah, I've yeah, heard yeah. it's the thought that yeah. counts. So that's yeah. what I've been doing a lot lately. I've been telling people like I thought about buying you this. I, I didn't. <laughs> I thought about it. So. <laughs> You're fucking welcome. <laughs> you crossed my mind the other day. I thought of you, and then I moved on, yeah. and I stopped thinking of you. Yeah. <laughs> I almost called you, and that's a terrible decision. So I didn't. Um. Yes. No, don't start calling. So, people so what is going on uh, up there, Scott? Because you've got you've been the one that's got the most going on this week. I'd love to hear about it. I have to apologize first. I uh, literally, I'm still sweating from just training. Like I, I had enough time. You got, you never know how you like. You go and you figure it out, and you're like, yeah, I got enough time to get into this workout, get that done, get my food, get set up for the podcast, good to go. And then I really got into it, and I hadn't had a good workout in about two weeks. And then all of a sudden it was like the best workout ever. So if I was going to be five minutes late, I knew that would be a reason you guys would understand. But I know what you're asking, Dusty. It has nothing to do with that. The wedding is a week from today. 
As you said, I'm one week out. You said that before the show. Exactly. One yes. week out. Yeah. How are you prepping for this uh, one week situation? Well, I just uh, took five units of insulin and I'm finishing my, <laughs> my post workout yes. meal here. So there's that. Well, you got to have a good pump for that. That makes sense to me. Yeah, I have a suit jacket that fits still. It fits good. It was it was uh, bought off the rack, but then tailored, and it, it's mm-hmm. nice. It's a it's a good fit. So we put an outfit together. She's getting her makeup done, like a test like a test run on makeup right now as we speak, uh, and we're gonna keep it small. It's gonna be. I haven't seen her dress, um, and it's crazy because I don't know if you guys knew this, but we met on the podcast like that's how i met her so are you gonna oh, get you gonna do your vows over a podcast i think that, that would like be cool. a podcast screen between you <laughs> That'd be funny. That'd be great. yeah we met scott like, stevenson she was friends with scott yes what were you gonna say ron i was just gonna say like it's like one of those studio shows where you can't see each other but you're only five feet apart and you're just on you're doing a podcast oh, yeah. together yeah yeah something like Probably that do it six feet apart for safety um six feet <clears> apart yes yeah so we're we're excited. We're excited. We're I'm super pumped, and I'm super pumped that she'll get to stay. Um, and you're super pumped because of the insulin. Yes, <laughs> exactly. I will be. I will be by the end of the show. I, like you know, you are going to be the definition of super pumped at your or Literally. hypo. One of the two. All right. Which uh, which <laughs> insulin did you use, by the way? Now I'm just way off subject. Log. Always ask for it by name. This program is brought to you by Humalog. That, along with a simple diet and exercise program, can help keep your diabetes under control. No, it's... (laughs) (laughs) I was listening. I was like, it is? That's great. (laughs) You know, it's funny. I I actually have... I, I, I haven't thrown it away. I keep it in my fridge because it's like a little memento. You never know. And also to... I want Emily's mom to see it and sort of think I'm like a bad person because I just do that. But I still have a vial of insulin in my fridge, a little vi- a cartridge of Humalog. And it's like expired by like five years. years. Yeah, it's, it's still good. It's like, still good. Just take a little it's more. It's super old. It's, it's, it's almost, I think it's like almost full. I barely huh. used any of it. But I just leave it in there. I just like it. Just like opening the fridge, I look in the little butter butter container and I see this little vial of insulin rolling around in there and I think, yeah, I used to be a bodybuilder. <laughs> the good old days. Yes. You know, I like, it. you know, I can't, it's like hanging it, like hanging something on the wall to remind you of all the good times, <laughs> but it's just a little, yeah. little thing left in the fridge, just a little decorative item for myself. I appreciate it. I've got a couple tabs of Halo that are very similar for me. Yeah. Just a couple tabs of Halo, yeah. just in case. You never know. Probably never. They'll be kicking around in like an unmarked pill bottle in your cupboard for the next 20 years. Exactly. And just exactly. every time you clean out the cupboard, you will move and take it with them. Those two, those, <laughs> exactly. Those, those, those two tabs of Halo I have left. I better keep those some, someday. I'll we'll throw those, those away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you never know. I like this balance. I came across like. 30 tabs of Anivar not long ago. It was pretty funny. Yeah. They're you take super them? expired. Did you take them? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Good. I didn't like cycle them or turn it into a cycle. I just took like half a handful and then went to bed. And then the next morning, I took like the other handful and went to, and we just continued on with my life like nothing happened. Yeah. Ron took like right, waste, 500 milligrams of Anivar all at once. <laughs> so i was on the juice for like i was on the juice for like 36 hours (laughs) 
that's enough to, to to immediately see size. I'm always blown away when I hear that. That's a it's a normal occurrence. I just had this happen the other day at the gym. This guy walks up to me. And he's like, he did the double look. Hey, can I ask you a question? Like somebody like, cares. Shoot, ask about drugs. Go. He's <laughs> like, is is it is it normal? I I started taking tests yesterday. He goes. The strength is unbelievable. I'm like, you started taking tests yesterday. Yep, completely normal, man. You're a beast. And I just walked away. I could, I'm like, that's not how it works. Fuck face. Right. I just <laughs> say that's a placebo and dedication and excitement to be here all at once. And I'm just glad you, know. you shared the story with me. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. 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 Getting a lot of that lately. It's interesting. What about got, you, I've Dusty? Got, I've got a nice little setup. Here, uh, I have a lot going on. I have to go to an expo for the first time in two years. And I forgot how to do that. Hmm. I had to order all my clothes to have made. Mutant doesn't actually make uh, clothing for bodybuilders anymore. So <clears throat> their largest shirts are 2X, and they sent them to me. And I was like... Uh, what, what do you want me to do with these? So <clears throat> I made some more shirts for the weekend. I'm actually well, like the one you're wearing. Stoked. You got some, yes. some five, some fours yeah. and fives printed up. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I'll just cut them, you know, like always for the for the booth. We, Keep it we classy, can't find San Diego. We're having a hard time getting triples for the gym. We can't find tri- like it's oh. like <laughs> difficult to find the triples we want. So it's been it's been. I just found some the other day, but it's been hard. Yeah, I'm a little irritated because I I did um, I want to do a run of white hats. I've oh, just yeah. never really done them. So I was like, oh fuck it, let's do some whites. So I tried to order like 50 of them, 48 hats, real quick. And the lady's like, I can't find white flex fit like the the one that I like because I'm old. We still uh, we still bend the bill around here. Um, right, right. You can't find them. I was like, yeah. What? I might get that blue you got there. Though. That's nice. That's sure. That's a solid one. I yeah, I still have to send you one, but you never sent me your new address. I don't think. I just wanted to see you in person and have you hand it to me in okay, the United States. I've actually been trying to get Ron to like just move, Scott. Yeah, I've thrown out ideas. I was like, we could start another gym. Mm, just, yeah, I've already started good. buying equipment for There's another that. gym. So, like, yeah, yeah, wouldn't that be sensible? Yeah, just I like a thought. That. I like that idea. Well, you know, <clears throat> and I mean, you got a pretty I'm good, against, got a pretty good right here, you know, buddy. You, you do, but you could do both. And then once we lose our freedom, I don't know where the fuck we're gonna go because that's not too far away. But <laughs> at the moment, we're winning. I feel like there's a little competition between your prime minister and our president on who can be the fucking dumbest. And right now, you guys are right. winning, but just by a hair. <laughs> I feel like your is- hockey team getting up again. You know? Yours is yours is an idiot because he's doing nothing. Yeah, is that correct? And ours yeah. is an idiot well, go because he's because he's he's doing everything the worst possible way. Like, so I, so Scott, I had to crazy. I, I had to reach out to Ron because I don't know how their political <clears throat> situation works. So I was like, I don't know if this is like a parliament or what the hell's going on here. I'm like, but it seems like everybody hates this fucking guy. <laughs> so yeah. Ron had to like break it down for me because as if you don't know anything, it seems like you could just overturn it. Okay. You yeah. know, because yeah. it literally feels like everyone is against him. But once Ron broke it down, I was like, oh, kind of like here. 
just shady enough to be fucked. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's Ever, like, still a lot of people support him. Um, he panders to his base and there's still a bunch of people here that like, there's people here that don't want mask mandates lifted. Yeah. Like they, it's like safety. Like they are ready to just be safe forever and they love him. And this is, it's yeah, there's a lot of bullshit going on up here. So there's a lot of fucking crazy lunatics on, on both sides of this issue. And, um, but at the end of the day, he handled it terribly. He handled it the worst possible way. Like he did a bunch of stuff that has done damage to the country long-term. Like he, he has destroyed the trust in the Canadian banking system from a world perspective for probably the next couple of decades. Like our banking system has been damaged by this. The, The rest of the world doesn't look at our banking system the same today as it did last Wednesday. And oh, yeah. um, imagine, oh, we just lock up money whenever we decide. Yeah, uh, undermining <laughs> security and the financial f- functioning of the of the country, like foreign investment and stuff like that. Is there's going to be all these ripple effects from what he's done that are going to be extremely expensive for the country long term. Mm-hmm. I'm not even like, like I, I'm I, I like he did a he did like six things this week that are terrible, fucking terrible, but. Like the actual like arresting of the truckers and stuff, that's like that's one that's like bad, bad right now, handled poorly, mismanaged, etc. Yeah. But it's actually like probably one of the least of the of the worries of what he's done. Because right. like the long-term ripple effects of the the division and the legal precedents that have been set and stuff like that, that you know, even the Communist Party of Canada, think of this. The Communist Party of Canada has come out against the Emergencies Act decision and against the use of force to remove the protest. Because mm-hmm. even the communists know that if you make protest illegal, you can't have union uprisings. Mm-hmm. And of course, the commies don't want to prevent. Yeah, they need that. You know, they need that. That's part of what that whole, you know what the commies like to call working class revolution stuff. Um, mm-hmm. they, they need protests to do that. So even they know that you can't make protests illegal. Yeah. And, no, uh, whoa, whoa, this fucks up us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, when you're, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Even the commies are like, this is a bad idea. So I don't know. <laughs> you ran, you I'm ran this by absolutely yeah. nobody. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's just, <laughs> I don't know. There's just a bunch of shit. Like, I'm not even really that stressed about anything that's what's going on. I, we've got a lot of amazing people fighting the good fight. And, you know, <laughs> it's just, I don't see how his government survives this, to be honest. Like, I think there's been so much damage done to his, him in a situation and the country in whole, on a, on a whole, that, um, I, I just don't see how his government survives this for much longer. So I sort of have confidence that something's going to give and, you know, but I also try to be very positive and, you know, try not to be pessimistic and, you know, focus on me trying to be a better me. Oh, uh, you got a hot. That's me cup, unraveling. So by the way. Go. <laughs> That's me unraveling. <laughs> Did uh, yes. either one of you guys put up a question box? You guys got questions? Scott have some YouTubers? I've got some yeah, I've got some stuff from YouTube from last week actually. 
Okay. Let's start with we can those. do some of that. All right. Um, <clears throat> you remember? So last week, Dusty, you don't remember this, and you didn't watch, no. but last week, Ron and I talked about this guy who did a really dumb thing with the leg press. Like he loaded it, very small guy, loaded it all the way up, unracked it, came down, crushed him. Okay. And we had we had people comment that were like, I really like hear, hearing about people doing stupid things in the gym, especially when it lands them in the hospital. And we had uh, we had this question that, that kind of, I think, sparked from that from Bryce. Uh, he says, uh, if you're taking questions for next week, what's the most dangerous thing you've seen in the gym? I uh, feel like there must be some stories. And I figure between Ron uh, you know, owning a gym and you guys both having been in gym since forever you you both have to have something you already heard mine last week oh i've lost so <laughs> one thing that comes to mind I'll, I'll i got one that just jumped to mind is i remember seeing a guy so i understand people love to you know be cool for instagram and be tough and all that and i get the go to battle in the squat rack thing i used to do it but looking back on my career in hindsight Taking the safeties out of the squat rack or purposely squatting outside the rack isn't really a good idea for any reason. (laughs) And I've seen people pay the price in a very bad way for that. So when I see guys like, yeah, six plates for reps, but I like to pull the stoppers out. So it's do or die. I'm like, hey, man, I get it. Mm. I get it. I trained like that not the six plates, but I squatted like that where I used to pull the stoppers out and throw them on the floor when I was young. Fuck, fuck, you know? But looking back on it, I've seen some stuff that, man, that's the dumbest. You shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> because uh, right. I saw a guy, I saw a guy un- unlift, he lifted four plates up and backed out of the rack. Like he was trying to squat out of the rack on purpose. Mm-hmm. And he backed out of the rack and he hooked his heel on the ground. Oh, God. And he fell backwards, but he tried to compensate so he wound up landing flat on his ass and his face went between his knees oh shit oh god and the four four plates came down across his back and actually hit the floor because the bar bent over his back and it hit the floor oh and sprung off of his back because he sprung up and flew backwards and he just laid on the ground he got up but he was fucked up and he like went and was like laying down with ice on his back and then he, he like left with his friends i remember that that guy could have fucking he could have wound up in a wheelchair oh for sure <clears throat> so that's one of the yeah, that's that- one of the i remember that was like the thing where i was like oh my god like that was that could have been one of those things you know where that guy's done yeah for sure well plus it's like it's not anymore this is what's funny to me about the whole do or die thing you miss either way like the racks don't make it go up. It just yeah. There's no bend. There's no actual out of it. <laughs> like, right. You know what I'm saying? So that doesn't make sense to me. Um, so the dumbest thing that I've seen was uh, someone who decided to use a exercise ball as their bench for dumbbell presses. And people don't realize that exercise balls are weight are rated for weight. So right. man, I think it's just lost, a stability challenge. Lost 150 pound dumbbells. When the ball pops, you get spiral fractures up both 
arms. And yeah, I got to see that go down in person. And, huh. and oh, since fuck. then, yeah, so it popped while he was on his way down. Oh, God. So he went And the dumbbells back. are straight up. Yep. So that elbow, just, elbow hits the ground. Oh, God. And it just, both of them snapped him all the way up You're like spiral fractures. Me. Yeah. And then what's funny about that, so I had seen that. Um, and then fast forward to three months ago, I'm at the gym, and there's these two guys doing that now on a Smith machine that goes all the way down. Huh. And I'm watching. You know, you get that. You have that moment where you're like, "This isn't my business," but I also can't like let this go without saying something. So I walk over and I'm like, "Hey guys, I I don't mean to be that guy, but I've actually seen one of these balls give out before, um, and when it does, you're fucked, right?" And they're like, "Oh, it's cool, dude. We do it all the time." And I'm like. Okay. You did your, th- you tried, Man. you know? Yeah. I, I threw it out there, but the funny part was, is like, if that were my gym or a friend's gym, I would go to them and tell them. So they would tell them they have to stop it yeah. because that's a liability yeah. for the gym. Even everyone thinks that they you know, that they sign away their life with that waiver. You do something like that. The gym's going to pay for your surgery. They're going to pay for all your shit. And that that's hopefully that's all they have to do. Yeah. So it, it just blows your mind though. It's like, I'm telling you what's going to happen. These yeah. these are not made for that. I mean, I I will for crying out loud, Ron. I, I will touch a chair before I sit it. I'm like, is this a dusty chair? Or is this just a normal chair? <laughs> you know, this motherfucker's like, let's put 405 on the bar and then I'll lay across it. It holds 130 pounds. It says we should be fine. <laughs> yeah, or they just don't think like, yeah, we do it all the time with 10 pounds aside, and now we're stronger and we've bought 15 pounds aside. Yeah. And then next yeah. week we go 20 pounds aside, but we do it all the time. <laughs> it's just baffling to me the things that, you know, because I could see if someone said that to me, I'd be like, ooh, I didn't think about that. Not to mention, you're on a right. Smith machine. You've defeated the purpose of being on the ball, anyways. <laughs> yeah. The stabilization, the stabilization <laughs> challenge is over with. Yeah. I'm like, nothing about this makes any sense unless you just prefer the cushiness of a ball. Like, I don't know what you're doing. Right. right. <laughs> this is down to a chair preference, essentially, is just as exactly. though you're telling me. Yeah. He's like, it looks better for the gram. It's probably what that is. I think, uh, I think I've got, a, funny. got like a training question here. I think I'll just pull this up, see what he has to say. Um, there weren't a ton, by the way. So after this, if you guys have anything, he says, I've uh, been loyally watching your show for a long time now. Thank you for what you do. Got a question for the next episode. Oh, he says of drugs and stuff. So he's asking a question. That's for okay. Drugs and stuff on this show. He's not going to get Dave's answer. He's going to get Ron and Dusty's answer. Um, well, that's too bad. He's like in the wrong answers right Let's there. That's yeah. great. <laughs> How does one tell when a given muscle group is recovered following training? I normally train seven days a week doing a push pull legs split. He say set, train seven days a week doing well, push pull legs. The answer is you're you're not there. You're 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 not recovered. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> he says usually usually the, yeah. yeah the soreness 
if anything is gone by the following training day for any muscle group. I recently took off for a seven day vacation and didn't train. Now I'm back. My chest is still sore for four days ever uh, after uh, is lack of soreness a function of recovery uh, or is it more a function of tolerance to soreness? Um, I, I remember we used to think that soreness was directly linked to whether you had a good workout or not. I mean, right. let's be honest, an entire generation of bodybuilders used to be like, fuck, my back's not sore. That means I didn't hit my lats properly, right? Yeah. I mean, we've talked about how we... Now, in hindsight, we know that soreness is definitely a good sign that you're targeting the muscle, right? If you train back and your lats are sore and your traps are sore and all your mus- back muscles are sore and your biceps and rear delts aren't sore, then at least you know you know how to train like like mechanically, right? And you're loading yeah. the muscle and exhausting it and all that. So it's like, ev- it's, it's a really good sign that you know how to train, but it's not actually linked to growth directly because you don't need to be sore to get hypertrophy. Now, maybe right. to be massive, you do. That's, we just don't have any science. I don't think there's any science on that yet. Is there, Scott? There's no science that says you have to get sore to get massive, but uh, we think, think that so. that's probably the case, right? Yeah. Um, but I know like whenever you do something different or whenever you take a break and detrain to any degree, you're going to get more sore. Like that's just normal. Every time I've ever taken four or five days off the gym, when I go back, like everything's fucking crippled. Yeah. Like for sure. if I don't train for a whole week and then I go train legs, and I haven't trained them for what's essentially 14 days because you, you skip like a whole week. I'm c- fucking crippled, right? So that's that's like a, just a shock to the system from being de- detrained. But yeah, that's my bit. I don't know. What does Dusty think? I mean, I think you nailed that in every way. Soreness, I don't like to use as a gauge because like you said, I mean, here, you could come train with me if you've been training forever in a similar style and you'll probably be a little sore uh, if we train back let's say but if i have four tons of rock delivered to my house and we shovel it you're going to be fucked yeah now, do you actually think that the shoveling is going to help you grow muscle better than training no so that's the way i would look at it because if that were the case then i would tell all my construction guys look you're training already let's just eat you yeah. don't need to go to the gym <laughs> You know, same so with cycling I, for a pump. Same, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I really think you know, that you get a crazy pump on the, the bike, but the mistake that people make is they they want to make, especially now with the internet, we want to make it complicated. When if you just break it down to the most simple thing, it makes sense. Like everyone understands what I just stated. I promise, all of us would be fucked unless we shovel on the regular. We're fucked. Scott might be fine because he shovels snow all the time. But anyways, I would be fucked. Um, yeah, you notice at the beginning, Dusty matter. said, if we shoveled. Dusty said, yeah, if, right. if we shoveled. I don't think there's a we yeah. in Dusty shoveling. I don't know. Well, the way that I like to shovel, I'm more of like a foreman. <laughs> <laughs> you missed a spot over team. there. <laughs> yeah, there's no I in team, but there is an M and an E for sure. I've seen it. He, so we're good. Dusty turns uh, into a he turns into a goalie real quick. He's like, "Well, I, I I'd help, but my job's way back here. <laughs> like, I'd help way up there here. at the front, but I'm just yes. I got my job back here. Like you know, I'm not supposed to cross this line right here. It's not good here. 
Um, but yeah, and then the other thing I was just going to add for argument's sake is you're absolutely hurting your gains if you're training seven days a week. Yeah, so he's got to take a day we've been off. Into that he a should do a three-on-one-off. Yeah, at he least. try three-on-one-off for a while. Yeah. It's amazing to me that anytime I decide, like, okay, I'm really going to grow, the first thing I do is I'm like, okay, we got to go back to three or four days of training a week. <laughs> just cut it way back, and it's immediate. It's like, oh, there's that growth. And then you're amped to get in the gym, but you're also ready for the day off every time. I'm only training four days a week right now, and it's been amazing. Hmm. You know, I told you guys I was going to – I was like, I'm going to push up for the Arnold. I put on 12 pounds in like six days as soon as I started eating and uh, no kidding. less into the training. Yeah. Like, what does that put you at then? I was 296 yesterday. Holy shit. That's oh, very, seen you, very quick. I well, I, when's the I last been over time 280 I saw you in you years. Dustin? 2019 because you did not come to the Arnold in 2020, which was the last. So was it 2019 uh, Olympia? So 2019 um, Olympia is that it? Mm-hmm. Fuck. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, it's been a long time. It's been a long time. Yeah. We're getting yeah. back to business now. Everyone's the, we're getting the band back together, and Scott's not even coming. I know. I'm I'm bummed, Which, but it's for a good reason. So it is a good when reason, when. I agree. When do we Jackie get, dogs. when do, are, are you going to come like to one of the big shows, like maybe the Olympia and we get, you know, maybe you have a couple of extra press passes that you just throw us so we can walk wherever we want. I'm looking well, if, forward to that day. If I sure, could get that. to the Arnold, I, and I didn't even set it up, but I could have gotten us by us. The only thing is, is usually it's only like two people that they'd let me like me and one other person. Well, that's perfect because if it's us and you're not there, then it's, I know, but I did, so. I would have had to have applied and everything already. Anyway, you, you guys have, you guys have mutant this situation. You guys have mutant. You've got mutant. We'll, uh, yeah. take we'll get tickets. Yeah, we'll take yeah, we will. Hey, Dusty, are, are you with anyone? Like, are you bringing the woman or are you like, is there anything going on? Are you nope, this obligated is, to do this? Is strictly, this is strictly bodybuilding trip. This is so I'm it gonna, can I'm be like the my Dusty and Ron, Ron show. Absolutely. Yeah. See, I didn't know, like, I didn't know if you and me were, were going to be able to like hang out a lot or if you had like a bunch of shit to do or you had people to see or whatever. I, but, I literally, um, my plan was to, was to do the show and, uh, and have fun. That's my, okay. Like, well, let's a celebration weekend. Let's make up. Let's make a deal now. We got to go. Uh, is it? Um, is it a Friday night prejudging? I don't even know what's fucking going on, dude. Usually, usually it used to be. So I would assume. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are we gonna go to the whole show? No, wait. Prejudging go is. Is it? Is it Friday night? I'll look know. it up while you guys I don't are talking. Know. I'll pretty, find out. I'll find out. Okay. Well, let's make a deal that you and I will go to the finals together. I'm good with that for sure. At least. Okay. Absolutely deal yes you and i will go to we we'll else. get a couple of tickets whatever fucking tickets we get at the booth i mean we're a main sponsor we should get some decent tickets at the booth oh forgot about that right Thanks, Jim. yeah <laughs> awesome. plus so we should plus have a sure. we should have a couple of decent tickets sitting around so let's make a deal to go to the the, the uh, saturday well, night show for sure. for sure and then i want to go eat at that fucking remember that so there was that all you can eat. No, not all you can eat. It's like family style Italian restaurant that Rick used to always want to go to. Fuck. I don't know which one that I'm is. To remember but I'm down. That. Yeah, we got to go I'm, eat. There. I've never it's been the to that. Best. I always just go to Mitchell's because it's right there. Oh, what's Mitchell's? 
steakhouse. Okay. Just like well, a, we can do that nice too. Steak plate. Plenty and plenty of nights. Okay, so men's body open bodybuilding prejudging will be held as part of Friday night finals uh, for the first time in 2022. So yes, and, and then all other IPB uh, pro league prejudgings will be held at the Arnold Expo stage. So they're going to do Arnold Expo stage prejudging for everything else. Then Friday night will be the men's. It sounds like open prejudging, and then. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Wait, they're doing the strong. Yeah, okay. Man? Yeah. Yeah. Cause it says there will be no dedicated prejudging event at noon on Saturday, which is usually what they do. So yeah. Men's which is good. Cause it always fucks up. Yeah. So Friday will be, uh, Friday night will be, uh, men's open prejudging, then fitness figure in classic physique finals. Then Saturday will be men's open bodybuilding finals, men's physique finals, bikini finals, and wellness finals. So there's no 212 at all? No, no. But they hadn't done it for a few years. And when I talked to Mike Davies, he was part of like the selection process. He said that they weren't getting enough entries for it was the problem. So oh. they were they were actually like reaching out to people, you know, and be like, hey, would you do the Arnold this year? And so they decided to, to cut it. That's interesting. That is very interesting. With all those fucking 212ers, they must not pay out or something. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, you it know, must just be a prize money thing that they don't get enough people to enter. Because that's wild. I mean, who wouldn't like, want to win the Arnold? Yeah. All right. Let's do some questions, shall we? Especially because it used oh. to be like Jose and, yeah, you know, Eduardo Hide and, and all those guys. Uh, doing it. Eduardo and, yeah, everyone's showing up. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, it was okay. like it was, it was the Olympia minus flex every year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. much. <laughs> you know, everyone else pretty much did it. You know, okay. Uh, this I, I like this one. I know we've answered a couple times, but I, I want to get uh, particularly your take, Scott, because I know oh. you, you've kind of quietly done this very well, and and a lot of people, you, you don't. I don't even know how you did it. What is the best way to grow his personal training business that he just started? Oh, you you train a lot of clients actually, and you're not like jamming it down people's throats out there so how did you do it you mean personal what personal training like like in the gym personal training i think it's online but oh okay i'll say in the gym personal training is you buy a whole bunch of equipment that you want yourself and then make a few spare hours during the week that you can train people on it so that you can write that equipment off when it comes time for taxes genius yeah, I did that by buying an entire gym. Yeah, I like that. He only bought a gym because he liked the convenience <laughs> of X Club or whatever it was called. Was it X Club? X. What was it? Yeah, it was before? X Club that we were training at. Yeah. yeah, X Club, and he was like, "Well, this gym can't disappear, so I'll just buy it so I can put my own equipment and have my own gym." That's I how was it really extraordinarily. Went down. I don't care what he says. I think an extraordinary amount of motivation was the location of that place. Yeah, of course. Because I worked, I worked a block away, and I live five minutes away. And he had to pass and it I'm like, to get to work or to get home. Literally pass it on I'm the like, street. Yeah, it's just it was a joke. That's and then cool. to it's not an to additional turn other than gym. going into it. <laughs> yeah, like the next best gym is like a twenty minute. At the time, was like a twenty three minute drive in, yeah. in in good traffic, like forty minutes if it's bad. Like fuck. So that's like just added to your day suddenly. Boom. You're like, oh, shit. You know, it's funny. 
you know, if Ron I, was a nine funny. to fiver too, so he literally would be driving in traffic. Yeah, that's a forty minute drive every day after the gym after work. But if you love it, you know, you do it. You don't even, Ron, I bet you didn't even think about it, did you? Like, you didn't even think about that drive. You're like, this is just part of, this is like on my way to my real job at the gym, right? (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) It's another thing I do just to pay for my real job. I get that. Yes. I'm on my way to the gym. I just have to make a stop for eight hours. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Get a few meals in. Yeah, just stop, get a few meals in at the office. Just eating. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. You know, if I can answer the the personal training or the the coaching part, though, I don't I don't know. You know, I I would say, man, that I loved coaching like I loved figuring it out for myself and then I wanted to get good at it. So the first thing I was lucky enough that I uh, worked with a supplement company and they helped me by hiring me to do a QA and a on their website. And then I was like, hey, could I do a thing where. Uh, I take people on for coaching for free and then I blog it all on your website and that'll help educate people. And so I ran like a contest basically and took like 10 people on for free, all different body types. This is like 2012 mm-hmm. or th- somewhere in there. And, uh, and, and then I just kind of blogged pictures and progress each week and was like, this is what we're doing with this guy. This is what we're doing with this guy. And then I did it again and they gave them like a whole, all the, all the people that joined, they gave, they gave them like a bunch of supplements. And then I started charging mm-hmm. them like the third time I ran it. So then I right. made enough money where I was like, okay, you know what, why don't I, and I, and I, I just, you know what, enough people asked me, like it got to the point, here's what I think worked for me was that I got to a point where like I had to start charging because it was taking up a lot of time. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it wasn't something I tried to like make happen. I did try to make it happen, but I like let it happen naturally. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it was probably the long way to do it, but it, it honestly goes back. Like I credit in part, I was sitting on my couch listening to Dave Palumbo um, when he was on MD. And he, he said specifically, he was like, if you love something, do it for free and it eventually will pay. And I was like, okay. Right. Mm-hmm. And I just started doing that. And that's how it, that's how it started. And I was like, I don't know how I'm going to make money doing this in like 2007 or whatever. And I was like, but eventually it's going to make money. And and it slowly, but surely did before you know it, like I made a few hundred dollars a month here and you know, something else happened. And, and I just, I feel like now my whole drive is like bodybuilding has done a lot for me in my own life, like help with motivation and, you know, all all the shit we all get, you know, and I, I want to be able to help other people have their own versions of that experience. So it, you know, it helps me like fulfill my life mission by helping other people be successful and like having fun. You know what I mean? So it's like, that's, Mm -hmm. I I really try to just keep it that pure thing. And you know what? I, I don't coach a ton of like pros and stuff like that. It's mostly normal people, but that that's my yeah that's that's my long winded version of it and I and I like sharing that story too so I appreciate you guys listening. No, that's, <laughs> I do, that's cool. I do. That's good advice. Well, I think it's a great it's a great way to put it out there though because I was curious too on how you got it rolling because I think most of us went totally different routes to get to the same hmm. place. You know, I did that. So for my employees, um, I had a couple guys that were well versed enough to to do nutrition in the stores. Um, so I found a way to give them a raise without paying them. And I let them start selling training out of the stores and doing it while they were on shift. Ah. Um, 
I bought them the Diet Master Pro, which is like a software program they could use for it. Um, I took 30% and then they could train people, but they had to put them on the supplements that they got from the store. They had income. I got money coming in and that, that got, I mean, one of my guys uh, does it full time now. He doesn't even, you know, he left after I sold the stores, but all he does is train people and he built it up sitting in the back of the store. You know, off of the clients that were coming in to see my stuff, you know, that's cool. It's cool. You were able to support them, too, and kind of make it a mutually beneficial thing where it's like, hey, and I'm sure you didn't get rich by them using your supplements. You know what I mean? But it's like it did in turn help with your business as well. That's cool. Oh, for sure. Well, they're, they're more locked in and, you know, plus it's a bonus, you, you know, Ron, it's like if there's, there's a way to be a benefit to your employee without it directly hitting you. That's yeah. It's like, you know, I mean. I can I could pay you two thousand dollars more a month, but I don't actually pay you that. These customers do. Yeah, yeah, you know, right. And so I mean, I know that, that when you work in a supplement store, I know too because I worked in a supplement store. But there is a lot of downtime. Like if there's no one around, oh yeah, the shelves are clean. Like you know, yeah. I think I watched. I think I watched the entire Star Trek Next Generation series <laughs> while I worked at the supplement store one time. You know, when yeah. I was young, that's no, true. Because like, people don't realize it's it's busy at the busy time. So people walk in like you guys are yeah. slammed. It's like there hasn't There's been anyone in here for ninety there. minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but yes, there are. And the owner and the owner right and the owner has a cleaner. The owner has a cleaner yeah. who cleans. So like, yeah, it's kind of funny. True. Yeah, make Very it worth true. their while. They can either sit. You know, there's a lot of people that are at that stage in their life where, you know, like a lot of employees at businesses like that are younger. They're trying to find what they want to do. They're bouncing around from job to job. So you're not going to keep them for like years, but you don't want to have turnover every single month. Oh yeah. And if you can make it worth their while to stay and because you want to keep employees they're they get better. They're easy. You don't have to retrain people and they make more money. Yep. So now they're happier and they love the place and they're selling more supplements. It's a great idea. Yeah. It's win-win all the way around. <clears throat> Hey guys, uh, Victoria is coming downstairs. I asked her if she, I feel like I'm going a little hypo. So I asked her to bring me a piece of banana bread, but I'm going to get her to come on camera. She just did her makeup. She like went to this test run thing. Ah, She's looking really smoking run. hot. So I'm going to, I'm going to bring her in on camera when she gets here. Yeah. Just to throw it out there. It'll, 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 it'll be a minute. Why am I not getting banana bread? I know this she made me banana script. bread. She did. No I wonder figured. you married her. She knows more than drugs than all of us. And she makes banana bread. Fuck. I don't know how long she'll take, but I just wanted to throw that out. So, she will interrupt. Us. Oh, there she is now. It's, it's a, let me see this come banana here. bread. Come, come here. here. <laughs> I already told him you. I already, I already told him you're going to come It's on here. the show. Show us it's your makeup. Oh, over. my gosh. Oh, wow. Hello. Look at that smoke show. Hello. <laughs> so how, how many got? How do you feel? in this square of banana bread uh, you know what there's no actual sugar added but there's maple syrup added of course there's maple okay. syrup so i was gonna ask her what glucose polymers were were in there and all the scientific <laughs> jargon let her just spout a bunch of stuff I, it's got like six ingredients in it that's all i know oh okay there you go so, there you go pretty simple there you go good work good work <laughs> thank you my, for it's my domestic them. duties <laughs> no, excellent. On full display. Thank you. I appreciate Domestic it. duties on full display. That's plenty. Thank let me you. let me see this banana bread. Let me see this banana bread. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. It's it's also also Ooh. too, Scott. I'm I'm 
I'm once again, I'm relieved to know that she is just a normal human. You know, I assumed <laughs> I assumed that she would be like because of her, you know, because of her background. Uh, the, here is your 175 gram allotment of banana bread. It contains 37.5 grams of carbohydrate. Mm-hmm. Um, please consume within the next 7.5 minutes to elevate your blood sugar to you know, exactly where she wants it. I thought that's what she was going to tell me, but she goes, ah, it's just, it's just a piece of banana bread. It's, it's got some, I don't know, yeah. got some carbs. It's yum. Totally normal. Totally normal. So that's, you know, once again, the wool has been pulled back. Even the smart people live regular lives and they just sometimes eat banana bread without doing math. It's good yeah. to know. I just yeah. assume math was what she did by default. I'm shocked. Oh, this is I'm great. Shocked. Oh, this is a great question. I'm excited right now. I'm excited for okay. both of you guys to answer. What's Goodness. one thing that you get super nerdy on and love to learn about that's not bodybuilding related? Oh, there's lots of stuff. I go down wrong. the craziest <laughs> rabbit hole. Like, I was just watching. I love Lex Friedman. He's a fucking man. I just watching his new episode. I can't remember that chick's name. What's her fucking name? I'm just trying to find it. I wanna, I wanna, uh, I wanna do a good job here of knowing what I'm talking about. But he just did an episode with a chick who specializes in like cybersecurity, oh. and she's talking about all. She's talking about how. Hackers find these holes in iOS and Android operating systems because there's all these little micro holes that they find. And they're called day zero events, zero day events, which means that mm-hmm. they're like it's been discovered that day. The companies had no time to work on it. So it's a zero day event and they sell them on the dark web to zero day event brokers. And so there's all sorts of things that get sold. Like so someone will be like, Hey, I'm looking for a zero day event in Dusty Hanshaw's phone. That'll let me get into Dusty right. Hanshaw's phone. And some hacker Damn. will go and he'll find a way to get into your phone. And once he finds it and he gets into your phone and has access to it, he contacts that, bro- that broker on the dark web. He goes, I have what you're looking for. And he goes, here's $2 million. And he gives you the zero day event to get into Dusty Hanshaw's phone. Holy and shit. that guy just quietly, walks right into your phone. You have no idea he's in there and he can do anything he wants for you. you, Your life might slowly fall apart for the next year and you just don't know why your life is falling apart. Holy shit. And it's because these people are in your phone. And she said that this is the new way that, uh, you know, all this espionage is done. Like people who all of a sudden, like you, you you never know, like a politician all of a sudden changes his mind on something. You're like, Hmm. why did he change his mind? Maybe someone's got a zero day event on his phone and he's fucking doing whatever they make him do because he's fucked. Like, right. It could, it could be the craziest, the craziest outcomes from that stuff. And a lot of times these people don't know who they're selling it to because they don't care. They're just selling it on the yeah. dark web. Uh, other times these hackers have like, they have like uh, events afterwards where they're really upset with themselves because they realize what the, what the hole was used for or whatever. Oh. It's just really, really interesting. It explains really a lot about my life in the last year, actually. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So just like stuff like that. Like, and, you know, again, like I just from watching a podcast, so I might, wow. uh, you know, 
like there's so much more yeah. to learn, but it just opens. I like having, I like when you just take a few minutes out of your day to, to open your brain to like a new world that you didn't know was there. And sometimes right. it's, it's like, eh, that's okay. That's not that interesting. But other times you're like, holy shit, I never even crossed my mind. And that right. Lex Friedman podcast is great for that. Yeah. Like he had, what about- um, remember Ian Valera told us the story about getting his arm broken? Yeah. That yeah. arm wrestler? You know, he had that arm wrestler on the show, Devin Larratt. Hmm. He's Canadian, right? And so mm-hmm. he was just talking about arm wrestling for two hours and it was fucking fascinating. He's got on his hand right here, mm-hmm. it's tattooed. It says quit. <laughs> so when I love he puts that his shit. hand up on the fucking table, that's the first person the guy, first thing the guy sees is quit. That's amazing. <laughs> and I just, it was a great interview. So yeah, just like hearing from people like that, like for for people that are curious about new stuff or just want to fill their brain with, with interesting shit that they would have taken in school if they'd have gone to, you know, like if I had gone to university, I might have taken the, you know, of, of an astronomy class or something. Um, right. Well, fuck, there's like Joe Rogan has astronomers on. You can fucking watch them for three hours and just have your brains blown. You know, I love the age that we're living in. The podcast age is, is amazing. You can learn so much. Bitcoin, you're big on that, too. That's another one. Yeah, craziness. What about you, Scott? You know, I would say I feel like you're a nerd in general, so I want to know exactly how far this nerddom goes. Everything, like anything I get interested in, you know what I mean? Like I'll get obsessed with and go deep. Like guns this past year, because I couldn't train super hard the way I wanted to. So I started shooting it. I was like, Yeah, well, I want to get good at this. And then I was like, Well, and I started I started thinking about it and I was like, if just like the Ron thing, if I put in reps. And I actually thought about mm-hmm. something you said, Ron. You're like, when you started getting into biking, you're like, I just went online and I went to YouTube and then I learned that first step. And then I learned the step that builds on that step. And that's exactly what I've done with shooting. And so, and and, it, and then you start thinking about like the way you program yourself and I'll shoot video of my shooting. And then I can start looking at other people's thoughts on like, how do I hold my hand? How do I press this back versus pushing this forward and what the bullet is doing. And you know, you just, you go deep mm-hmm. on that stuff, anything. It's cool. Like you said, it's cool. Cause like 20 years ago, it would have, you wouldn't have been able to just find that information. It could be about anything like Victoria likes learning about plants in gardening mm. it's like you can learn anything you want about that you know and have that education like you're saying that that you really you couldn't have had that when we were kids no you know, the, the efficiency of it the efficiency yeah. of it is the big breakthrough like you know well if you want to learn about the the stars you just go to the library and read the books they're all there <laughs> yeah, well, yeah yeah that's <laughs> that's like 10 years of library research but like you can watch a three hour interview with Neil deGrasse Tyson and it's like literally the equivalent of sitting through maybe a month worth of his lectures at university. Right. Like maybe there's people that go see him at university every Thursday for three hours and they have a class, right? Yeah. Well, he does three hours on Rogan and he kind of compresses it and blabbers about it with great passion for three hours and it's almost like you you took like a university course from him at a relatively high level that's been like and then some people are really good at just dumbing it down enough for you but not to ruin it right so it's still accurate and still applies and you still are left with an understanding of it 
It's yeah. huge. Mm-hmm. It's a huge difference from just reading the books. Go read the textbooks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm not designed for that kind of shit anyways. I would zone out no, as no, soon no. as it's not something I know. You know? Yeah. There's no <clears> pictures. <throat> Where are the pictures? This is ridiculous. <laughs> okay. No, I love I, the start of this I love question. That. I, th- I thought that was a, a gold uh, question because I think it's I, – I find without even getting to depth – I'm obsessed with anything that I, that I am listening instead of talking, hmm. because if you think about what we do all day, we're talking because you know you're doing podcasts or you're spitting out all the information you know. I love finding something new that I'm doing, and I and I like to like make an announcement. Like I have no fucking idea what's happening. It's freeing. Help me it? out. You know, like like when I I just started uh, the cigar thing a couple weeks ago, and a friend of mine was like, "Just come with me." He's like, "It's chill." You know, you have a drink, which I don't really drink, um, and you, we just hang out and talk. So we're like, all right, cool. I literally got a French press, sat there, and after like, we left three hours later. And I was like, I get this, but now I need to know more about cigars. Like, I had no <laughs> idea how long it takes to make a cigar. I thought they like right bopped them out real quick. Yeah. We're talking like aged for years. I mean, I mean, I, I can't even speak on it because I still know so little, but it's just been fascinating. And so I put up a post just saying, oh, I got this new thing. And the amount of people in the industry that know that shit, like we know bodybuilding, blew my mind. A friend of mine from the gym uh, in Arizona, he's like, oh, you're getting in the, you're getting into sticks, huh? And I'm like, sure. I don't even know what that means. Right. All, all, um, all like the pet names yeah. come out that you yeah, don't yeah, know. Yeah. And I'm like... <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going to say that because I sound stupid. Yeah. Um, but he's right. like, oh, yeah, I, I, I'm a partner in the third largest cigar company in the nation. I'm like, of course. He's like, I'm going to send you some. So he sent me like five cigars that are well above my pay grade. So I'm not even touched them yet. I just put them in the like, I'm not even enough of a man to smoke these yet. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> I'm, not even, I'm not even kidding. Like, there, you have to know how to enjoy something that's not even legal. In the yeah. it's like, okay, we're gonna <laughs> save this ap- one for later. <laughs> You're like, my appreciation level isn't where it needs to be to smoke this cigar. I'm still smoking these cigars down here. And yeah. learning how I got to done with the Swisher Sweets and was like, this thing is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like I the know. first time I went in, I, the guy was like, what, what do you like? And I, I literally go, I like chocolate. He's like, oh, we got chocolate one. I'm like, oh, geez, I was kidding. <laughs> So the dude literally gives me a cigar, and I was like basically eating candy the first time. And then when I went in the second time, I'm like, "Do we have a, a step up from the kids' table? I should try." He's like, "Come over here." Like, that's cool, <laughs> but it is. It's that's so that's our Tuesday thing now. Um, and I probably annoy Daniel because the entire time I'm like asking questions. I don't have to say anything. Right. I just ask. I'm like, "Then what? Then what happens?" You know what I mean? <laughs> that's freeing. It's freeing to like be able to not know anything about a subject. You know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I am fascinated with anyone who's an expert in anything like like you, Ron. I'll pop on Rogan and have no idea who the person is and just listen. Yeah. Yeah. You know, passion and, and I'm always when, when, impressed when someone has passion about what they're speaking of. You know that you're getting like real experienced information. You know, like you, if you listen to a professor talk about something in like a like a completely removed way, like the book says that this does this, you know, it's so much harder to learn from them. Well, for me, anyways, 
as opposed to someone who's got passion, like, let me tell you why this is important. And mm -hmm. when you get someone who explains to you, like, you know, they don't just tell you that the cigar is made with different paper. They tell you why that paper's better. Right. And why it's more, why it's more special, why it, where it comes from. This comes from a tree that is grown here and it only tastes like this. And it's the only blah, blah, blah. And they go on or whatever. I'm just making up bullshit, but you get what I mean. Yeah. So when no, you get, true, when you get someone like that to learn from, it's like, I don't care what they're talking about. I'm like, let it keep going. I want to absorb this. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so, agreed. It definitely makes yeah. it easy to, like you said, go down. It's funny because of course, you know, first thing I do, I, I, I come home with, you know, two cigars. I got this the very first time, the same two that I already smoked that day. And then it's like, okay, what do I need? And I just start going online and buying everything as if I have a collection. I'm like, oh, well, we're going right. to need one of these. That's $500. All right, send that out quick. Um, <laughs> right, yeah. I enjoy when some I of these put things up, would like, probably be better than if I was broke when I was learning. So I wasn't just buying shit, but whatever. Right. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'll put up a story that's like something that I know is like I appreciate and I don't really expect anyone else to appreciate it, but I'll put it up on my story anyways. And mm -hmm. it's always interesting to see who does actually respond because you get these people that respond and they're like totally into the post and they like have something to say oh, yeah. about it. And you're like, yeah. oh, that wasn't just me. You know, like there's it reminds you that there, you know, the number of people there's like there's always an audience out there for any topic. You know, well, you'll love this so, run. One of my one of my clients, actually, a female answered and she's like, Oh, no way. She's from Arizona. You're getting into to, uh, cigar smoking. Uh, let me know if you have any questions. We we changed one of the rooms in our house into a smoke room. My husband and I smoke every night. And I'm huh. like, well, yeah, tell me everything. I don't know anything. <laughs> like, uh, start from the bottom. I'll, I'll get a pen. But I mean, it blew my mind because, like I said, the amount of people that are into bodybuilding. And I think some of these people know cigars like we know bodybuilding. Sure. You know, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I've been smoking yeah. cigars for 30 years. I'm like, shit. I've been doing it for 30 minutes. It's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So very cool. I think that's that's part of why I think my appreciation for real expertise is why I always like seeked out. I always tend to seek out people who really know what they're talking about whenever I get into something, you know, mm -hmm. like when I got into bodybuilding, you know what I mean? I just kept looking towards like who actually knows what they're talking about, you know? Yeah. And um, it's good to have that curiosity. You know, like I had someone say, you know, like with the, the, the bike riding I'm doing, you know, I had someone there, I, I was showing them some videos of like the guys that I ride with. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, look at you. You surround yourself with professionals. If you're going to do something, do it with the pros. Yeah. And I kind of thought afterwards. I'm like, actually, that is what I do. That's what yeah. I believe you yeah, should of course. do. If you want to really have the most fun and learn the most and absorb the most, that's what you should do. Go find the pros. Right? And I kind of laughed. I'm like, oh, I guess I did do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably you know? should have realized in hindsight you've done that in everything you've ever done. Yeah. Right. Every time you move somewhere, you're like, okay, where are the highest level people in this field where I live now? I have to find them and train at that gym, you know? Yep. So, yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. That's my advice. 
You can support our programming by shopping with truenutrition.com. They're our title sponsor. They've supported us for a number of years. They have awesome health and performance supplements. You can ask Skip or Dusty or Scott Stevenson all about True Nutrition and they'll tell you how good of a company they are. Hardcore bodybuilders have trusted them for over 15 years now. Use our code THINK. You'll get some savings. You'll support our programming. If you're in Canada, you can shop with supplementsource.ca. They have highly discounted supplements, discounts on bulk orders, and free shipping over $99. Check them out. And finally, you can directly support our programming on Patreon. I'll have links below for Patreon and everything else. We're taking more questions over there, and I appreciate everybody who's already helping to directly support our programming through our Patreon. All right, guys, thanks for hanging with me. Let's get back to the show. No. Look at Dusty being Oh, I had multiple people ask. So uh, what do you guys think about uh, the Nick Walker situation? Oh, Cross good for board. Nick. Um, I don't know any details other than, like, did they ever say why he left with, like, him and Matt working together? Was that final word ever given, or did they just kind of move on and not really acknowledge it? Because I really don't pay attention to, like, gossip. Yes, yes the problem is I don't care, so I don't know. Um <laughs> Yeah, and it's like not my business, right? And I also yeah. like don't care about other people's like, you know, I just want everyone to kind of like I just hope Nick fucking moves on and does awesome and kicks ass. That's all I care about. Yeah, I I feel the same. Like I don't know that they put it out, but I actually don't watch. Uh I just thought that when he when when Fuad signed him, it made perfect sense to me. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was like, well, yeah, you guys are already working together. You're already he played a pretty big role in um putting Nick personality in front of people yeah um and i think that that plays a huge role because nick being a freak is great but i think people identify with nick because of who he is as a person because you can't identify with him as a bodybuilder you're not him that's a good point (laughs) yeah you know i mean i really do think that like if you look back at for example phil is you know and not comparing nick to phil but somebody who was also genetically just way off the charts yeah we only got to see one part of Phil. We decided he was an asshole and couldn't identify with him. Hmm. Um, I actually got to know Phil better on the road and doing things. And he's not an asshole. It's just how he came off in a couple, the, the very few opportunities people had to get to see him. And that was it. He's an asshole. The end. Um, so at least with Nick, it's like, oh, there's, I like this fucking guy. And he's a freak. Now I really want to see him win because you always want to see the guy that your your boy win. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I think that Fuad did a, a huge service, both for I mean, both for his podcast, but also for Nick by just giving him an audience that wasn't just mm-hmm. for bodybuilding. And now it's gonna pay him both in spades. You know? Yeah, I assumed that that's where he would go. You know what I mean? Like you know, there was all this buzz about where's Nick going to go. And I was like, well, I assume he's going to hostile. Like, you're just assumed. Yeah. You know, so it was no surprise. Well, don't you think, I mean, no. I was telling somebody the other weekend, I'm like, the two biggest names in bodybuilding are Nick Walker and Chris Bumstead by 100 million miles. Like, and right. I'm not saying that they're the best, but you can't tell me that between 18 and 28, those aren't the two most popular guys in bodybuilding. I would agree. I would. I would think it's by a landslide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, probably. So good yeah, fit. Probably. You know. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I thought it was good, but we had multiple people ask, so I figured we'd at least toss our opinion in there a little bit. 
I just told Nick, I said, uh, uh, hopefully, um, hopefully, uh, there's lots of uh, yachts in your future because you know Fuad, Fuad wants his yacht. <laughs> well, I think it's also going to bring Fuad one step closer to moving out of Canada. Hmm. I'm surprised you he's know? still there. Yeah, you know what I mean. Florida is just calling his name. I know. He's yeah. calling him. He's ready. Yeah, he's got it's a time. good setup where he is. He's got his own. He's got everything there. He's got his own gym. He's got a good setup. But yeah, you never know. Probably. Yeah, we'll I, I had just heard that he was getting the itch. I don't consume. So this is funny. I don't actually consume anything bodybuilding related anymore. So I don't like watch podcasts or anything because right. I like to go learn shit I don't know anything about. So I don't really spend. So people will tell me they're like, oh, yeah, Fuad. I'm like, oh, he does. I had no idea that he was considering that. <laughs> like, Dusty's trying to bring everybody you know? out of Canada. You notice that, Ron? Yeah, he's no, like I trying know. to lure you. He's trying to bring all of my Fuad. favorite people. I want to bring him in. <laughs> we got Victoria you know? now. We're we're on a roll. Ron's next. That's the thing, though. You've already won up me. Like you've already brought one over. <laughs> I'm over here. I still got my fucking lure in the water, trying to catch one of these bastards. Scott one, Dusty zero. <laughs> exactly. Fucking exactly. And she makes oh, banana bread. I Sorry, I got so distracted. So Where good. are we? <laughs> Okay, then don't get that. Don't get that. Oh, very specific. I love that this is on my question. Ron's favorite and least favorite things about rest day. Huh. Only you, Ron. Oh. Scott, we don't give a shit. Dusty, we don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> my, my least favorite thing about rest day is that sometimes I kind of feel... Like my schedule gets my my comfortable schedule gets a little bit messed up on rest day because you know I like that whole four o'clock to six o'clock window where I know I'm going to be training and it's fun you know so sometimes I'm in the gym like just hanging out at four thirty five o'clock five thirty and I'm just like it's weird <laughs> I'm like I should be in the action out there on the floor you know what I mean so I was like sometimes. But then um, my favorite thing is I usually have a little more time to ride my little bike. There you so go. I usually, get out, I usually get a session on my rest day. So it'd be kind of like working out pretty good. So I do a two-on-one off at the gym. So I've been able to like kind of get out every third day for an hour. It's been good. How, how often do you hobby. ride the bike? Well, I'm trying to ride. Sorry? How many days a week do you I really ride like to get out. I really like to get out twice three times if possible. Um, if I'm really busy and I only get out once, I notice I like get kind of rusty and I have to like kind of get going again for about, it takes a while to get going again. But if I get out like two or three times a week, I see pretty steady progress in things. So it's been, the, yeah, that's why I try to Are the top guys riding every day or are they like us? Do they ride like four or five days a week or what, no, what would they, be the they, best route? Yeah, the the top the top guys ride are riding, you know, six to eight hours a day. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, they'll That's do like awesome. three hours in the morning. They'll do three hours later in the afternoon or in the evening. Easy. The six mm -hmm. hours a day if they can. I know my buddies that work full time jobs, they try to ride like twelve to sixteen hours a week. Oh shit. Um and um you know, it's volume, 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 because a lot of it's just skill, right? There's no overload and a great deal of it. So it's like all repetitive skills. So as long as you don't have like an injury or like an ankle that's bothering you or something, they have to take it easy because, you know, everyone gets hurt. 
but if you're healthy, they, they go, they go hard, man. Some of these guys, and they're, if they're getting ready for a contest and they're trying to get like dialed, like where they know they're right. not going to touch the ground at all for like three minutes straight, they're trying to get dialed for a contest. It's just relentless. Like some of the guys, like I follow Terry Adams. If you guys want to check mm-hmm. Terry Adams out, he's like, I think a you sent me some athlete. of his stuff. Yeah, he's a full-on pro athlete as the Flatlander. He gets up at 5 in the morning. He's weighing his food. He's doing his yoga. He's doing his breath work. He's doing his meditation. And then he's riding at 6 a.m. for three hours in his fucking garage and doing the craziest shit that's like the highest level, you know. And um, then he'll ride again for hours in the afternoon. And he's like, you know, he's doing his chin-ups and his sit-ups and he's like 5% body fat and he's just a fucking machine. So there's guys like that out there. They're full-on pro athletes. Yeah, he's doing the juices. You know, he's drinking the fucking greens oh, juices. They juice and, too? Nice. Oh, they fucking, yeah, they juice too, right? They juice too, yeah. They're all juicing. <laughs> no, I, no, but yeah, like I think there's, it's funny there's that riders they, like that. that they have you know? that. You know that they yeah, have that obsession. Yeah. It's it's funny, guys. I, I saw a thing today. It was it was uh, like an informational post on Instagram. If you have low back problems, do this. And it was like all these stretches, right? Yeah. And literally, I looked at them and I said, if I could do all those fucking stretches, I wouldn't have back problems. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> I didn't look at those. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. can't do that. Can't do that can't do what the fuck <laughs> i felt like someone was fucking with me they were like oh yeah unathletic yeah. piece of shit just be sad um yeah <laughs> oh this is a good one that's a good one for both of you guys when do you consider volume to essentially be junk volume and not beneficial good question everyone likes the term junk volume i love it <laughs> i love the term because it like you know what I mean? But you're right. It defining it, defining it is, is maybe more difficult because you'd have to actually like know exactly how many sets it took to stimulate growth and anything beyond that would technically be junk volume. But I guess I sort of think a junk volume is like quality. Like uh, there's a quality problem. Like, okay, let's say you do a, you, you, you hack squat and you do, you know, two working sets to failure and then you do some 20 rep leg presses to failure and you do, you know, one good working set there. And then you do some extensions to failure with a drop set. And then you do 100 reps of bodyweight walking lunges. I mm. would argue that maybe the bodyweight walking lunges are junk volume. Right. Because they're not really nearly even in the same galaxy of intensity as any of the other stuff you did. Nor are bodyweight walking lunges that aren't to failure going to be any sort of significant overload to cause anything. And now you're just kind of like repetitively using things from, you know, for no benefit. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, your sure. knee starts to bother you. Now your knee starts to bug you because you're doing a hundred rep walking lunges right. and you know, you'll need to be. So yeah, I guess, I don't know. It's hard to define junk volume, but there's lots of things that trigger me to think that. What about you, Scott? You know, I, I think it's a it's a really great question. And and, and I can't I, I feel like it's gonna be you know what I bet it would be even different workout to workout, but I'm thinking yeah. of how I try to explain it to people because I you know, I get a lot of guys that come to me that I work with that that have been doing a one time 
uh, body part per week type split. Like the, as I, I hate, I, I hate saying it cause it sounds negative, but the, the bro split, you know, as everybody right. calls it nowadays. And when we talk about trying to increase the frequency and in getting as much as we can out of muscle while still being able to recover that, that, that recovery is the caveat. And that comes down to as the next statement is removing the junk volume, you know, doing what you need to. And mm-hmm. so, the way I always try to describe it is I say, when you get in the gym, let's say you're training chest and your traditional bro split, you're probably doing like five or six exercises and you get warmed up and you get into that first, whatever your first heavy lift is, maybe even pre-fatigue with the pec deck first, I don't care. But you get into, for me, it would be like the dumbbell inclined press. And what I get out of that exercise is going to be like everything. You know, it's like you're Mm -hmm. going so hard. You're giving everything to that. Now, if I were to do four more exercises, let's say I, you know, go to flat press and then I go to hammer strength press and then I go to hammer strength decline press and all that. Somewhere in there, those exercises, I'm not giving the same as I was to that first press that everything was like all out and I'm pushing with everything I have. So, you know, that last exercise, it, it wasn't the same intensity. Uh, to me, that that last exercise, then that tells me that that probably wasn't really doing a lot for my growth either. So I try to show people like, hey, what was really working hard where you can really feel you're pushing and giving it your all versus, you know, that that was just bullshit and you're just going through the motions. And and then right. from there, kind of maybe maybe I'll let I'll let people kind of figure out that out for themselves, you know, because I don't ever mm-hmm. tell people like, hey, you should only you're only allowed to do one exercise or two exercises. It's like, you know, but be honest with yourself. And over time, I think if you plant those seeds, then that volume starts to get curtailed back, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That yeah. makes sense. I, I love what the way you worded that though, because I think when someone asks me, I don't have an answer to when to know the junk volume is because it's different for everyone. Like you said, it's depending on your training, your body. Um, but my answer is simple you want to do the smallest amount of volume that gives you the greatest return. So to me, the easiest thing to do, if you think you've got junk volume is eliminate some Hmm. run the system at the highest intensity you can. How are the gains now? Are they better? Okay. Eliminate some more. Hmm. Now what happens? Does it get better? And you will reach a point if you continue to eliminate that you'll say, Okay, this isn't I'm now now I'm not getting as much. You know what I mean? I'm not getting the same return. You'll say, "Okay, that was yeah. too far." You yeah. know, because there is a point where when you don't have experience, you have to um you kind of have to follow follow the rules. Um whereas for me now after a million years, and I'm sure you guys can both say this, I had a day the other day where I have a I wrote out a program for myself. Um, and I went in and literally in two and a half movements, I was like, we're good. I'm done. Yeah, like, I, I was blasted and I, I just knew, and, and I was, it was a great workout. So it wasn't like I had somewhere to be, or I didn't want to, you know what I mean? I just knew like right. anything beyond this is a waste. Whereas two weeks prior, I did the full workout and needed it. Hmm. You know, See the, like, I've talked a, a few times about uh, managing my recovery training with mm-hmm. my training partner and the yeah. the chest day one is just such an easy marker for me because you know I always remember all of our pressing numbers and I always remember mine and I remember 
I was like losing reps. Like I'd lost a couple of reps off some stuff. And I was like, damn, I'm maintaining most of my strength, but I'm losing some reps here. And we were doing, usually doing five exercises for chest. Mm-hmm. And so I just dropped one. So I'm like, I'm just going to go to four. And then, you know, my Braden goes and does a fifth exercise or he'll just do a, a heavy loaded stretch or something. And when I just dropped the fifth exercise, the following week, I like got a rep back. I'm like, okay, right. well, okay, well, maybe that's a fluke, right? Right. And then I like got another rep back. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, it just, I just can't get around it. Like, it, that's like what matters. I don't care what you feel or what you think you should be doing. If your strength is going up or down, that tells you a lot. For sure. And you have to pay attention to it. So, yeah, yeah. that's something that people, you know, because it's so counterintuitive to most people. Like, yeah. you know, well, you know, I want, I want big legs. So I, I did six exercises for, for quads today. Sure. You know, and my legs won't yeah. grow. So I'm going to go to seven. And it's just so counterintuitive. And then, you know, it's like, why don't you try three quad exercises and just really fucking give her? And then, yeah. you know, sometimes they're like, oh, now I'm getting stronger on everything. And it's like, you just got to, you got to admit that sometimes it's the other direction. I think more is always what they want. I just had a uh, wellness client that was, she's like, I know I'm growing. Everything's going good, but I got a new training partner. It's also wellness. We were thinking we'd train legs three times a week. Of course. And I'm like, well, here's what I'll, and this, uh, Scott, I'm kind of like you with, cause she's a more advanced athlete. Like she knows her way around the gym. I was like, look, I'm not going to tell you no. So yeah. if you want to do that, but here's some information. You, I only want you training four days a week. Okay. So if you're going to train legs three days a week, you got one other day. Yeah. Um, that's fine. And then I do want you to pay attention. What happens? Yeah. You know, because what it really is, and I get it, that that division is all about the lower body being disproportionately large compared to the upper. I just, I always remind people more volume is rarely the answer whether it's more sets or more days, it's rarely the answer for more size. Yeah. You and you know? let, you kind of let her come to her own conclusions. You let her learn that way. It sounds well, like. Yeah. Well, plus I, I do believe it's funny because I've had people come argue my training before. And I always say the same thing. At what point have I told you, you, this is the way to do it. Right. Like do whatever you want. I'm just saying this is what I do. Same thing with clients. I'm like, can I do this? Because I write all their training, but you can train any way you want as long as it's fucking hard. But I do need you to pay attention, like you said, Ron, to the results. Are you, if you're not consistently getting stronger, the way I'm feeding you, the way we're supplementing, the way you're resting, there's a mistake in the training. You know, I just had a client, I wrote him a program that was a little higher volume. And he's like, man, I'm, I'm busy with work and I, I got to pull this back a little. So we, we pulled it back and he started gaining again. Mm-hmm. And then the other day he's like, man, I'm really liking this program. I'm a little tired though. I'm going to go, we're going to pull it back again after the Arnold. And he's like, well, I don't know. Cause I like this one. Like, no, you're afraid. So I'm pulling you back. But last time you grew, you're going to grow again. Yeah. 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 You're gonna, just going to do less. <laughs> and I know it's a mind fuck for people who are hustlers. Yeah. Our yeah. answer is work harder, work longer. I will outwork the other guy. Well, right. he will beat you <laughs> like, yeah. because that's just not how this works. You know, I, I've run yeah. into that in my, God, I hate to use this word, but career many times that even I do it. Next thing you know, I'm like, I'm training six days a week. What am I doing? I know better. Right. 
right. this isn't how I grow. So I feel it with people, but you're right, Scott. Like sometimes you, if you want to try three days a week, the only way to find out is if you do it. So go ahead, you know, and it's not even like a threat, like, no, really go ahead. And they're still in training four days a week. Fuck. What if it works? Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> okay, who knows? cool. Let's do it. You know, <clears throat> do you guys got time for a couple more? I, I, yeah, I do. I had a question for Dusty that I thought of today, if you guys don't mind me asking it. Shoot. I uh, So I had, a like I said at the beginning of the show, I had a really good workout. And, uh, you know, I thought about, like, what it, what it takes to really turn up. You know what I mean? Like, that because mm. to, to me, I hadn't had any good workouts in a couple of weeks. And I think it's like this whole, like, long COVID thing. Uh, things are up and it feels like everything's going good. And then it goes down. And I and I kind of feel like uh, one minute. I'll be one minute. Uh, Go ahead. I kind of I kind of feel like uh, you know I'm I, I'm like I'm lacking something when I don't get to get mm-hmm. to that point where I'm like you know pushing to that absolute extreme. You know, it's mm-hmm. I I really enjoy that. And so I got thinking about you, and I also got thinking about something Kai Green said because I'm thinking about Dusty. You're you are obviously you're known as an intense trainer. You're a guy who can move some extraordinary weight. And from the day I met you, you we talked about how you can turn it on and, and turn mm-hmm. it off and just kind of be yourself. But but what it takes when you really turn it up and kind of like what Kai Green said uh, about Ronnie. He said, you know, if you're yeah. putting that kind of weight on your back, the way he put it, he was like, he might be laughing and making jokes, but deep down inside... He's a scary motherfucker. Like he's got some shit right. to be able to do that. And it just got mm-hmm. me thinking like, and it's a weird question, but like, where, where are you when you flip that switch? Like what's going on with Dusty <laughs> at that moment? Cause to me, that's, that's fucking fascinating. You know, what's funny is it's changed. Um, when I was younger, it actually took like, I mean, we've talked about before with James and, uh, you know, and, and JP is like, like a dark place, like something that actually like angered me that I could turn around and, and use that energy. Um, yeah. and that was a long time and, and it worked and, and I'm, I'm not somebody that's anti taking bad energy and using it for fuel for something that can benefit you. Um, but after I got sick, it actually became the reverse which is like, I literally, and it sounds super cheesy, but like when I'm in the gym, I just realized that like, I'm doing exactly what I want to do. And that, like that positive push is like, there's there's literally nothing I would rather do right now than this. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I can still do it, which, you know, there was a moment there where we didn't know, I mean, for crying out loud, I wasn't able to walk straight. So I didn't know that, that it would ever come back. You know what I mean? Um, so now it's just a different space because literally everything is, I look at it as a, an extreme opportunity to work out. Yeah. I think yeah, most people, yeah. we, we just take, we just kind of forget like the fact that you get to walk down your stairs and get in that gym and you've got a 90 minute time period. That's all for you. Like, you're a busy fucking guy. You've got a lot of responsibilities. You've reserved 90 minutes for yourself. So to me, it's like you got to find a way to give yourself what you would give Victoria, what you would give your job, what you would give your parents for that 90 minutes. Cause that's your, that's your only time period. That's just for you. 
And I do. Mm -hmm. I just, I find that just sitting in that energy and just knowing like I get to do this today, you know, I love that. I mean, you know, now that I'm starting to train heavier again, it took a minute to be honest. I didn't realize it, but I was, I was shying away from some things for a minute. I didn't realize it until recently where I was like, I haven't, I kept coming up with reasons to not get quite as crazy. Well, maybe I don't need to do that anymore. And I realized I just like to train that way. Yeah. You know, and right. as soon as that flipped, it got, everything got light again. It was like, oh, okay, I can still do this. Huh. Um, but yeah, for me, it's, it's literally just Scott. I, I think, and I don't know that it would work for everyone, but if you really break it down, like when you think about the things you love in life, very little that's not another human that's more valuable than that basement gym to you. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That's the other guy's yacht or airplane or whatever the fuck their thing is. So it's like, man, spoil yourself while you're in your zone, you know, because that's how I feel in the gym. There's literally nothing in the world I would rather do for those two hours. It's that's like true, I'm never distracted. It's true nothing. mindfulness is what that what you're yeah. telling me. It's true mindfulness, like yeah. totally and utterly being present in that moment. Yeah, which is what you should do in everything in life. I think that that's where most of us screw up. Like we're going to dinner with each other now. I'm sitting across the table from Ron and I'm texting someone that's not there because I'm not. No, you don't here. like nearly as much as me. You know? <laughs> it's true though. Like that part's kind of funny because yeah. people do it and you laugh because you're yeah. like, this is happening right now. Like, yeah, do that shit yeah. later. You know. So when you're in the like, I, that's why I asked the other day about what your routine was, because for me, if I trained at home, I would need a way that I reset. So the moment like if my gym was in my basement, that when I walked through that door, my entire life stayed upstairs. Yeah. And the only thing coming down these stairs was this logbook and what I had to do in the next 90 minutes, you know? So that's just, that's just how I would approach it. I like that. I like that. Yeah. I'd probably Bluetooth the music from my phone to my gym. And then I'd leave <laughs> my phone upstairs. You know? yeah, I do mine on, um, I just airplane mode mine Yeah, because it never fails that someone will text and then, my my AirPods are reading me a text about a wine sale, and I'm like, not oh, time yeah, for wine. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that one sounds really good. No. I should order. Oh shit, I'm distracted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, I want. That's why I use old school headphones. I want them to do nothing but play what I press play on. Yeah, yeah. They transfer I don't want your them music. To, that's. I don't want true. them to be part of the system. <laughs> you have a text from mom. Yeah. <laughs> Not while I'm doing bent rows, I don't. Exactly. Mom can wait and she fucking knows it. <laughs> okay, let's see here. Boom, boom, boom. Some of these, you know, the only rule I'm going to start implementing uh, with these is don't ask me questions you can Google. <gasps> One for Scott. What good are we? What good One are we? For Scott. <laughs> Scott, what is your favorite handgun that you own? Oh, well, I don't own many handguns, but, and it's not. You just showed me a giant handgun a minute ago. I mean, technically like that is, long. technically that is a handgun. <laughs> <laughs> you know what though? I'll tell you what, my, uh, my Glock 45, I feel like I've, and, and that's a nine millimeter. It's the model 45. That's my everyday carry full size grip, a little bit shorter slide. Um, I feel like I've 
developed a relationship with that gun. I trust that gun. I know how that gun feels. I can pull that gun and be on the site instantly. And that's, it's like, it's like a friend base. It honestly is. It feels like, like a buddy that I have. <laughs> I'm trying so hard to not take this off cart. I'm like, focus Dusty. Do not make a smart ass remark. <laughs> Tell us about your friend. <laughs> Yeah, tell, us about, yeah, tell us about your friend. But don't you think it's sometimes fun to explore a new friend and just see if you can find their site as well? Um, no, that, I, but my Glock, my Glock forty five. That's my that's my jam. I just feel so confident that like if I ever were to need it in any situation, that like it's good. It's good. It's basic though. It's simple. It's just dependable. That's that's what I like about it. Glock. Like this program has been brought to you by Glock. Someday. There you go. Someday. Yeah. We'll be like oh. those people that that pretend they're influencers. Yeah. Yeah. It, right? Where they'll like open a product. They'll order it. They'll fucking pay for it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. they'll, then they'll open it on their Instagram. Oh, look what I just got from so-and-so makeup company. Look at all this makeup I got. And they pretend they're influencers. They take so the Scott invoice can out be like, move it. Yeah, Scott yeah. can start wearing the Glock shirts and he can have like Glock posters up behind him and just say, sponsored by Glock. Just say just it. Make people think. Just, just say it. I like if I owned Glock, I'd be like, show. perfectly fine. Just keep saying my name over and over. Perfectly exactly. Fine. It's like a Mike exactly. Jones. It's perfect. <laughs> oh, man. I thought it was funny. I saw that question. I'm like, that's a great question for Scott. <laughs> you know what's funny, Scott? So when I um, first got into... I shouldn't even say got into it. I never really got into it. But uh, shooting, just when I was tinkering with it, that was the first issue I ran into is I have oversized hands. Yes. So it was like half of my fucking hand isn't on this handle. What do we do about this? And thankfully, Matt, my old training partner, has the same thing, and he's big in the gun. So he was like, these are the three you're going to go shoot and figure out which one you like. Nice. Because I literally, I'm like, is this made for a child? What's going on with this little guy? Right, right. <laughs> like, you don't yeah. realize it's abnormal because it's like bodybuilding. You know, you hang out with enough like freaks that you forget you don't look like everyone else. And then right, because you do you look like, like everyone else. Because yeah, you look, look like, like everyone else to hang around with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm one of the smallest guys I know. What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> so, all right, that was good. That was good. Okay. Oh, wait, this is a two-part question. Where's the other part? Oh, goodness. There's too many questions. Ron, the last question is for you. Well, it's for both of you, but I know Ron's answer, so I like this one. Would using a Romason kill gains? I just want to use it for bloat and not kill gains. Well, first of all, you'd have to convince me that your bloat is actually from estrogen bingo and not and not just from eating like a pig or having too much mcdonald's or not knowing how to set up your diet um, or eating the wrong foods etc so first of all you'd have to establish that your estrogen was too high so there'd have to be blood work involved um secondly if your estrogen is too high there's other things to do before you move to an aromatase inhibitor, right? Especially like maybe one. change compounds. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Maybe 
you know, change compounds. Um, if you've got like a gyno issue or something, that's different because you can use like Novadex or something for that. But you you should always want to use the least amount of aromatase inhibitor as possible. And you should want to use none if possible. Because mm -hmm. I know I know Meadows used to talk about aromasin not being as bad for cholesterol profiles. But I'm not sure yeah. what the final word is on that, Scott. Is that actually like for sure we know that or that's just usually or what? Yeah, but I, I think that that is true. But I also think that um, low estrogen is bad for your cholesterol yes. profile, you know? Yeah, low estrogen is bad for your cholesterol profile. So you got to know what you're doing. Minimal is always better. And no, I, 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 I wouldn't just assume that it's going to fix your bloat, that it might not fix it at all. So... Yeah, I don't know. Is that a complete answer? I don't even, yes, because I mean, the reason I wanted to answer it was because the bloat. Like, yeah, th that's not when I'm looking at a, a client. Number one, I don't guess. That's the biggest thing that drives me crazy about bodybuilding. The answers to the test are in your blood work. Yeah, mm -hmm. get it done. For some reason, we want to guess. Well, I'm bloated, so I should just take. Yeah, or like you said, you need to change 900 things that have nothing to do with estrogen. Um, so get the answer yeah. to that. Plus, I mean, here, let's go a little further. Most bodybuilders or aspiring bodybuilders don't have a ton of money. Aromasin is one of the most expensive drugs you can buy. Let's try <laughs> to limit just taking really expensive drugs that you don't need. Um, but right. yeah, no, the bloat was a real reason I wanted to cover it because you nailed it like if I had to play, bet money, I would say I will bet you five thousand dollars that your bloat is from food, and I can eliminate it before we even before we even look at your blood work. Absolutely, right? You know, just the word bloat scares me all the time because it's usually it goes straight to diet. <laughs> I have another word. I have another word. Oh, I know what it is too. Do it. Here it comes. I love this. Ron and I went over this many times. I need a moment here. I'm waiting. So for it. when people start to use a fashionable word with no understanding of what the word means thinking it's this completely other thing that they can just identify randomly with no blood work or scientific inquiry whatsoever but the word inflammation hmm. when Do you remember that just specific start, person we talked about food, with that that food it really makes me inflamed I'm like, what do you mean it really makes you inflamed? Well, it really inflames me. Well, what, what, like, what do you mean? No, no, no. You can't just say a sentence like that. What do you mean it inflames you? Like, well, I just, you know, my stomach and, and, you know, my, my cuts and my legs. And I'm like, so you like get watery or you get like, what do you mean? You're swollen? Like, what are you talking about inflammation? People use this word. They don't know what it means. They don't know what they're talking about. It, it's, they think they know what they're talking about because they've established these like, you know, correlation doesn't equal causation, right? But they've established all these things. Well, I have this, this, and this, so they must all be because of inflammation. It's like, what do you mean? You don't even know what the word means. What it just it's it's a it's an incredibly un in, it's incredibly inaccurate use of the word inflammation to just throw it out there. To, throw it out, and coaches yeah. do it all the time. Oh, well, you know, this food's pretty inflammatory. Like, what do you mean? And how many people like we've been eating that food for thousands of years. We've all just been like chronically inflamed. I mean, now 
trust me, I'm big on some of this stuff that we shouldn't be eating, like very interested in, in, you know, the problems caused by processed seed oils, for example, and stuff like that, that I really try to avoid myself. But we can't just throw this word out in casual sentences, referring to entire food groups uh, for everyone. (laughs) Just crazy to me. (laughs) You know that I could do this on purpose, Scott. There's certain things I know Ron well enough now. But as soon as he started talking, I'm like, oh, I know where we're going. I fucking know where we're going. <laughs> you said we had a, a mutual we had a mutual uh, acquaintance that used that word a ton at one point. Okay. And every time I would say it, I would watch Ron. Like start to twitch a little bit. Yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna say it again. You know, it's like saying moist yeah. around other people. I'm like yeah, yeah. moist inflammation. <laughs> <laughs> it would just set him off every yeah. time. So yes, very enjoyable. Very enjoyable. <laughs> well, that is the best of what I have for the questions today. I'm just realizing oh. I've become a predictable old man. Just to people who well, know you really well. Like yeah, exactly. Yeah. I like Dusty's that. He's like prompting it's, it's me. Not that, He's you're pressing only your friends if you can push buttons off. <laughs> so you know, I, I have do to, it very well, easily with all, me, I, like I, say, I don't know, purposely moving plates, dick. Um, <laughs> right, right, right. Oh, I took a picture for you the other day. It was beautiful. I was going to send it to you, but I had my phone on airplane mode, so I forgot. But it was just a hammer machine with like nothing <laughs> matching. But the weight was about the same, and I was happy. I was okay with that. Good enough. <laughs> you know, I, I thought I, I thought of you yesterday for the same for, but only because of your gym. So I went to get the plates that I was going to use, but the plates were on the bottom. They were on the twenty-five rack with four quarters on top of them. Well, of course. And then the an empty go. rung underneath, and I literally looked at it. I was like, Ron would be so irritated right now. <laughs> so, you know, be- but here's the one thing, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add this at the very end of this episode on the don't be an asshole. You are also an asshole if you see that and leave it. Yeah, if help out around the gym. that fucking guy that's like, oh, clean up your shit. Then occasionally clean up the shit too. Like, hmm. so I just move them. Every day, yeah. I probably, for sure at this gym, because it's it's not as bad as the last one I was at, but I move at least 20 plates every workout. Because I'm just sitting there. I look over and I'm like, oh, let's put those where they go. So right. if you're going to be the person who's bitching about the weights not being there or the carts not being put where they go or your freedom being infringed on by your country, then be the person that has the <laughs> balls to do something about it. The end. See you guys. <laughs> okay. I, I I appreciate that. Now let's do one more question I had for Dusty was what is the number one thing you're looking forward to doing with Ron when you guys meet up again? This is tough. This is going to surprise people. But um, the, the, the number one thing of, is actually eating a meal because we do this with food. This with food would be so much better, even though people get mad at me when I eat. And then number two is training. But number one is that. I'm just going to safely assume that I will be given weed as soon as I arrive in Columbus by somebody. Is that fair? That's how it always works. Fair to assume? 
Okay. Now, is, is weed legal in Columbus? Can we go to a store and buy some? It's or do always I like... there. No, I don't. I've never yeah. bought my own weed. Okay. No, no. I'm just saying, worst case scenario, if I, we had no fans <laughs> oh, on the show like, at all. Why would I even know that? I don't know. <laughs> right. Okay. Just making you know sure. Because you mentioned, the, I mentioned favorite things to do with Dusty. And then you mentioned going to eat. So then my first reaction was, well, I assume <laughs> someone has we some eat, weed. We are gonna... <laughs> that is part of a you good. Know, I remember, you know, Scott, that's something people don't I, realize. And Ron will know this. So people always are like, how do you, when you go to other countries, like, what do you do if you're on a cycle? Yeah. And here's the truth. Someone will reach out to me before I go somewhere and say, do you need anything? Yes. And they just bring it to Anything the at all. You need, Good people. You need some directions? Yeah. You need, yeah. you need a ride somewhere? Do you need, you need food? You tab? need testosterone? We have it. I like that. You know? So, yeah. That, that, I think that's I, one thing I, people don't realize. That is how it happens. I, I've well, never yeah. had to ask. And I've had, people just reach out. I always have, someone always gives me a pre-roll or, or I appreciate if you hand me a bag of weed. But also know that I probably don't have papers or a lighter with me either. So maybe help me out and fucking twist that shit up. You're asking. Yeah. You're really asking a lot here, Ron. Now <laughs> really you're asking. Being specific. <laughs> if you're gonna give a homeless guy food, <laughs> make sure <laughs> you give him a. Fart. He likes it medium rare. Medium rare. This is overcooked. What's he gonna eat it with? And did you give him any napkins? Like fuck. You're gonna need what something to wash drink? that down. Yeah. Yeah. Is there something to wash down that meal? Fuck. Asshole. Oh, hey, I, I have one request since you yes. guys will be together. Uh, most people probably don't realize this, but the reason that when we do the pictures for the covers of the show, the reason I have one picture of Ron and one picture of Dusty, and then I cut those out and I put them together <laughs> is because there's like three photos of Ron and Dusty together in the same room. I am going to ask for two photos. If you're in two different locations, I would like one photo in each location for we can use that for the this, show. The viewers think that this is a small ask, but if you figure <laughs> it took us five years hard to get those be? three photos, <laughs> we'll spend an entire, we'll spend an entire week together. <laughs> entire week, no photos. None. Funny. I asked for two, That's just true. to let the audience know. I asked for two because they may get me one that way. If I ask for I, one, I, there's I, probably I, zero. So, I have one question, Dusty. One question. <laughs> yes. Um, you know when you're younger and you smoke some weed before the restaurant, you make sure you like. I don't know. We used to do things like you stand upwind and you like smoke downwind. You know, like yeah. You yeah. don't want that. You know, and 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 then you like you know maybe you give a quick spray in the car. Or something, you know. You don't want to like, or you, you even like throw a piece of gum in. Like, oh, yeah. are we fine? Are we okay? Are we okay? Are we honest? do you smell me? I don't know. Do we do you smell? I'm, right. You know. And nowadays, I don't. I just like I. I'll smoke a joint. I usually I'll walk up to the door of the restaurant, finishing into the. Yeah, like I don't like <laughs> no fucks at all. Like I want it. I want smoke coming out of my mouth as I'm ordering, as I'm asking for a table. Yeah, you know, we've got a as table I for us. The, the front table the for roach two? clip. I'm like, can you yeah. toss this for yeah, me? Yeah, just like, Thanks. yeah, 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 yeah. That's fine. There's a certain age where you stop caring. I don't yes. know what happened at some point, or is it? Yeah, there's just a certain point. Where Shortly like, after nah. that, we buy New Balance tennis shoes, and we're fucking done. <laughs> <laughs> what a big day tomorrow, Bed Bath and Beyond, if we have enough time. 
<laughs> hey, that's my life now. That's my life here. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Scott. Thanks, Dusty. The, the last five minute crew really benefited from staying to the end of that episode because I thought the last, the back, the back 10% was definitely where the gold was. So thanks, everybody. And remember, it's just bodybuilding. See you at the Arnold's. Well, they gave us the legal weed so that we're all adequately sedated. Good call. I would do that. Don't think about your problems. Just smoke this. Yeah. Fix the mic. What's happening here? It's funny. I turned my camera. I was going to show you my bike, and then I realized it's in my truck already Mm. because I'm riding later. So, okay. Look what I got, Ron. I'm going the wrong way. Fuck. Yeah, fuck. Everyone needs a, a toy, hey? Go play this it is, for a few uh, hours. Yeah, this is considered a pistol, believe it or not. Well, well I can see why. You put that in a holster. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. So it's a bigger holster than you've seen in the past. I get uh, I get one of those holsters that go right under the right under the arm like a detective, you know, on TV. <laughs> Just kind of like do one of those. Yeah, no. I have a sneaking sure, suspicion that you will not be getting your uh, your your license anytime soon there, Ron. Oh God! Yeah, yeah. I don't think they're going to be surprised. arming citizens right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's oh, wow. uh, craziness. But you know, I'm just trying to mind my business and uh, make sure I take care of what I got to take care of through all this. You know, when I got the, you know, you got responsibilities. You got to make sure that you you don't let your guard down because you're too busy just watching the news and not doing anything. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, I wouldn't watch the uh, news anyway since they're not showing anything. <laughs> no, it's, uh, <laughs> it's crazy. It's a very complicated situation. Are we recording? We are. Okay. <laughs> Bro, like, we, I will you, save you that, that sentence for later. <laughs> you, you got the number. You got the number wrong. It was 125 last week. I know. I know. And we yeah. even talked about it. We did. Somebody Scott's yeah. turning into me. He's he's not watching the shows anymore. He's fucking. You <laughs> knew I was literally there, so he was like, "It's fine." I'm like, "This is episode 125, right?" And then he checks. He's like, "Yeah, 125." So I do the intro 125, and then he puts it up 126. There was like one person, one person. Yeah, I figured it out afterward. There was like one person that noticed, and they're like, "Why does it say 126?" And I was like, "Ah, well, turns out funny." We were we, making we sure you're paying attention. We shot uh, the Regina episode of Mutant on a Mission that just came out at Brickhouse Gym. We shot that mm-hmm. in like November, I think, or October. Hmm. And then we just sat on it because we weren't starting the season yet. And then they right. wanted to release the Hawaii episode first because we'd just gone to Hawaii. And they were like, let's release the Hawaii episode first. And then we can sp- spread out the two Hawaii episodes, right? We'll do this one first. Mm-hmm. And then the second one, we can release it like third or whatever. So they go to release Mutant on a Mission, the Regina episode. And the problem is, is I say, episode one, we're back. We're at our first episode of the new year. You know what I mean? So they had, <laughs> so they, they, were, they were having this discussion like, what do we do? Do we, edit, do we re-edit this video? Because it's already finished and everything. Mm, yeah. And then, and then they're like, well, let's, let's just blurt out. Let's just black out Ron's mouth and write episode one. We'll just make it funny. <laughs> so they just put a bar over my mouth while i'm talking and they bleep out what i'm saying or whatever and it just says episode one (laughs) or episode two or whatever yeah it's pretty funny i love it so just gotta you know fuck it just just fucking 
bleep his voice. Well, that's yeah. a better um, that's a better route for marketing, anyways, because it's then it's like something to talk about immediately. Oh, I like this. Hot <laughs> slut. Nice. <laughs> it's a great cup. It's Emily's. I, I, it's a tricky situation because I want to say that's obvious, but then that's just <laughs> obvious thing to say. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh shit. Oh, there's there's too many stories, Scott, that cannot be uh, made for the show. That uh, e- Emily would freeze anyone but me. Let's just let's just say that I, Emily. She, she Emily said some things that would this, throw some uh, people off. She got this for a birthday gift or Valentine's gift from like one of her best friends, and um, I like it. So Emily actually wanted me. To, she goes, "Make sure you take that on the show." So well, you could be a hot slut too, Ron. Just so you know. Back in I the can. day, so, in your prime, you were a hot slut. Why? Well, I, I like to think of. I like to. I like to fancy myself a bit of a hot slut back in the day, Dusty. See that for sure. I was more of a farmer, just spreading seed. Um, farmer. What's happening? I've, I've got a, a. What's happening? I don't know. My screen is. I'm black. fixing it. I'm fixing it. <clears throat> I think really, I look really handsome when I'm black. Yeah, you oh, know what shit, I think. There's four of here. us now. You know what I think oh, happened I'm here. In the middle. I uh, oh. I I maybe touched the computer with my uh, my thing here, and now I'll, everything's like fucked up. That didn't come anything. on the screen, so you should be careful when you say you touched the computer with your thing. Yeah, maybe <laughs> might show have the, the thing. With my there thing. we go. There we go. We'll leave that. We'll Scott's leave that. thing just so, reached out and touches things. Yeah, <clears throat> we got to. Well, he only has one more week to do stuff. that. We'll, 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 get we'll that edit. out of my system we'll, we'll, well yeah exactly we'll edit all that stuff into the show okay okay there we go oh, i wasn't prepared i was still oh. eating i apologize guys for being a minute late what are you? This, this is the gold i don't want this to not be included right. this is the stuff this is the stuff that if we had a behind the scenes section where people could pay for the extra footage this would go there all right yeah we'll start okay, that sure. okay right. let's let's so we're at 126 no 127 okay. Last. <laughs> Actually, we're not going to do it's 126. Actually, What's happening? It is 126. We did 126 It'd last like time. The 13th last, floor. So we did 126 last time, but we called it no, 125. You called. It was 126. No, we, we did. You sure? Did I get it, it was, totally yeah, wrong? It was 125. Now you're yeah, way yeah. back. Yeah, now I got to find out for sure. Hold on just a second. Yeah, that's that's why it's so funny, Scott, is because oh. we, we knew it was 125. I thought I made a mistake because I looked and I was like, I thought oh, it said, no. yeah. But you know, I get like, I'll see no. it. I, here's what probably happened then. I saw 124 and I was like, okay, that means it was, because I always double check before I type it in. Right. And I was probably like, okay, that means it's 125. And then when I actually typed it, I was like, okay, 125, that means this is 126 and got ahead of myself it's, but it's okay you've only done three thousand podcasts i can't imagine why you don't keep every single thing straight and know every single episode number all right let me, let me just double say check here, i don't show so. up for one fucking week and you guys don't even know what number it is uh, so you Jesus. are right you're you guys are all absolutely right including our guy who commented so i appreciate everybody i'm literally figuring okay. this out right now and i'm trying to eat okay. my first workout meal so i don't go hypo <clears throat> thank so god about that. okay everybody